Welcome to the Encounter YA podcast, helping young adults follow Jesus. Here are your hosts, Garrett Cars and Annika Carter. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today with me is Marissa Kistler, and together we are going to be talking about how to engage with social media with a kingdom mindset and how to discern what it looks like to honor God through our social media and culture, as that culture is an ever-growing digital and online one. So we hope that you guys enjoy today's episode, and feel free to reach out to us and give us your thoughts and perspective as well. So a typical 15 to 23-year-old spends 2,767 hours using screen media. Or the typical 15 to 23-year-old churchgoer spends 291 hours taking in spiritual content. And the typical 15 to 23-year-old who is not a churchgoer spends 153 hours um, taking in spiritual content. So this is kind of what we're going to be discussing today, um, just technology and media and s- specifically social media. And we just kind of want to open this discussion with you guys about like how do Christians discern and engage in social media and technology with a wisdom and kingdom mindset um, instead of just ingesting (laughs) and taking it all in. So we don't speak a ton about this, like kind of from the pulpit in general, like um, only about 43% of people who are constant churchgoers really feel and are involved in church, feel like their church addresses and discusses this. So less than half, I mean, that's really not, it's not great. Could be, (laughs) could be a lot better. Um, You know, at least it's happening some, but we just kind of want to take a moment and um, really focus in on social media and and what that does for us, because though most of us remember life before um, social media or constant technology, it also will dominate our lives. Yeah. So no matter when you were born, this will be the thing mm-hmm. that ends up taking up the majority of your life. Right. Um, and consumes pretty much every aspect of our lives. So we want to take a moment to really actually talk about what does it mean to use wisdom with social media when social media is not a concept that's in the Bible. Right. <laughs> so right. what? how do we apply the kingdom knowledge that God gives us in the word um, to social media? So right. a lot of these statistics that we're going to be kind of reading today, we've um, read as a staff and been working through a book. Um, and then this also will go alongside our exile series from mm-hmm. the pulpit on Wednesdays. So if you have not listened to um, Mike Woodard did a message last yeah week well i guess two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and then garrett um has inserted another addition to that Mm -hmm. series so if you haven't watched those go watch those and then this will kind of just be um kind of really more niche basically of Mm -hmm. as we live as exiles as christians in a world that is not you know following god Mm -hmm. then what does that look like um specifically for technology and media yeah so good so um one of the biggest descriptors, I feel like, that's mm-hmm. accurate or um, things that makes uh, everyone so anxious with media is kind of what the the they title in the book as the tyranny of now, mm-hmm. um, which I feel to me when I was reading this section specifically, I was like, that's very accurate for yeah. me. I mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of like the this constant 
um, being berated with mm. what's now, what's mm-hmm. now, what's now. So whether that's trends right. um, or the next hot take mm. or the next thing, um, it's all just what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I thought was really, really awesome in this book is that they talked about how can we instill a faith that's synchronized in the deep past, present, and future, the eternity of God, but also mm-hmm. with this now only world. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was such mm-hmm. a good descriptor because everything online is about what's happening right now. Yeah, and of good. course, there's like news and, and and things that, you know, it's like like global warming or mm-hmm. things, but it's always right. focused on what are you doing now mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. fix these things? And how do we see God who right. is holding the past, present, and future, mm-hmm. all eternity in his hand, mm-hmm. And he's not surprised yeah. by any of this. Yeah. And reconcile mm-hmm. that with with um social media. Yeah. That's so good. So um mm-hmm. this kind of tyranny of now really exacerbates the anxiety of the mm-hmm. modern world because it mm-hmm. just is all consuming. Everything's happening now. And not only is everything happening now, but we need to do something now. Right. Um mm-hmm. and not even just for large like cultural change. Right. But just what are you doing um, when you wake up in the morning? Right. What are you pursuing? Are you mm-hmm. getting after it? Are you like, you know, right. girl bossing too close to the sun <laughs> and then all of a sudden you, you succeed? So true. Um, like there's that kind of stuff. And right. then there's also like weightlifting, yeah. things like that. Like what are you doing to mm-hmm. succeed now? Yeah. Because you need success now yeah. in all of these areas right. now. Right. And so this just kind mm-hmm. of tyranny of now, I just thought was such yeah. an accurate description to me. Of right. When you get online – Everything is about what right. are you doing to better your reality right now? Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. – this will be the most two-sided <sighs> conversation in the world. I just, like, kind of want to warn everyone because <laughs> That's so funny. the reality is, is, like, that doesn't mean that social media is bad. Right. That doesn't mean that taking yeah. action now is bad. Right. Like, that's a biblical right. concept. Right. So yeah. please don't mishear me being, like, <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's like, definitely not – your phone, get a flip phone, yes. <laughs> go off the grid. Right. Like, we're not yeah. saying any of that, but we are saying that, like, how do we, you know, again, how do we meet God mm-hmm. in media yeah. instead of letting media be its own entity, right. which I feel like most Christians fall into mm-hmm. that category where media is media, mm-hmm. right? So right. how do we meet God there? Yeah, that's so good. And I think this like tyranny of now really just can create such a symptom in us of um, FOMO. And if you've never heard that term, it's fear of missing out. That's and specifically think- for you, Garrett, because we know you've <laughs> never heard it. <laughs> T. Um, <laughs> yeah, that FOMO, it's unreal. And that like pressure of mm-hmm. like consistently consuming things. And like you were talking about the like um, need for kind of a, a calling forward of like change constantly, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. that's in trends, whether that's in just like um, cultural things, like things current event wise happening in the world. It just puts so much pressure on you. And and in that can come, I think, um, not only FOMO, but like a fear of a better choice. Yeah. And then so many people just hesitate from making decisions because of fear. And are we choosing the right thing or the wrong thing? And we, mm-hmm. when we have so much access to anything we could ever want with technology, any information, mm-hmm. we have access to things at all times. Yeah. Um, That just really can like paralyze any kind of decision that you're trying to make and um and i think 
that is super relatable. I mm-hmm. see like, even in terms of like, I know I need to take a break from social media, but I don't want to miss out on what everyone right. is doing. So it's just like, you know, little things like that, um, that it's like that is driving our decisions even when it comes to um, uh, like maybe our habits and, and how much right. time we're in like pursuing social media. But then it can, I think, drive big decisions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're in this... Um, just time of life of working with college students and being young adults and people have to make big decisions and yeah. um, how hard it is to make those decisions without yeah. being so rooted in fear. And a quote from the book um, that I thought was really good said, so many alternatives at our fingertips can be exhausting rather than freeing. We experience paralysis by analysis over choice and complexity. And I just thought that was a really good like um like puts words to kind of what maybe we all might be feeling and maybe even knowing that we don't, don't really feel, um, Mm -hmm. that, um, but yeah. So I think in terms of like, how do we as followers of Christ do social media well, um, like we have to use cultural discernment and the book Mm -hmm. talks about this a lot and they have a good quote from it. Um, and just kind of casting vision of like, um, just kind of the different kingdoms we in, we are in, like the world, the kingdom of the world and the kingdom of God. And um, so it says the ability to compare the beliefs, values, customs, and creations of the world we live in um, to those of the world we belong to. The kingdom of God. Um, and once we've made that comparison to anchor our lives, including our use of technology, to the theological, moral, and ethical norms of God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super good. When um, this cultural discernment and stuff and, and kind of that like belonging to the kingdom of God while living in the kingdom of the world mm-hmm. um, super reminds me of I listened to this lady speak one time and her whole bit is that we're aliens. Oh, she wow. just like she always like <laughs> that's, that's what she calls it. Yeah. She's like, we're aliens. We're aliens <laughs> like because we don't belong here. And like yeah. we know that this isn't our home. Mm. And like so I just yeah. I love that like mm-hmm. depiction of like we live here and we experience here. Right. But like we also know that we mm-hmm. have a yearning for more. Right. And like the only thing that satisfies that is Christ. Right. And so um, like. I think that that super relates to Mm -hmm. just our cultural discernment and being able to say, okay, so how does this compare to the word of God? Mm. How does what Mm -hmm. I'm watching compare to the word of God? How does what I'm saying Mm. or all of those things, how does that compare, right? right? Those beliefs, values, customs, Mm -hmm. all of those things, we have to compare them. And I kind of wanted to say before we move any further is that like a lot of these things, I think we sound dramatic. (sighs) Because it's such an undercurrent. Right. Like when you're mm-hmm. online, it's such a like this tide, basically. Mm-hmm. That's it's like the undertow that yeah. pulls you out into the well, ocean. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a hurricane. Right. Right. And so we just mm-hmm. think like it's not it's that big subtle. of a deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think many of you could probably listen to us right now and be like, okay, mm-hmm. like, it's okay, really not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. But then once you start to under like right. notice the undertow, I think mm-hmm. you will be shocked yeah. at how much it pulls you in right and so that's what we're just encouraging you guys to do is just to like take a moment and actually invite god into this instead of just being drug along by the undertow in your middle of the ocean you're like "Eh, but it was how did i get here (laughs) yeah Yeah. right (laughs) so um so again that's kind of what we're focusing on is like what's the lens that we view social media through and what kingdom perspective do we use when we're engaging in social media Mm -hmm. so like 
when we're watching these like videos or right. TikToks or you're mm-hmm. ingesting like these people that you follow, yeah. like they don't, ha- it's not like every person you follow has to be right. this like exemplary Christian right. online. I'm right. not suggesting that. Right. But do you take what they're offering as the same value of what you receive in the word? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, do we read these so good. quotes off people's stories yeah. or off of Pinterest and think, man, that mm-hmm. is just, that's better than, that's the best thing I've ever read. Like, and we joke mm-hmm. around, right? But then yeah. like, we don't seek the word right. and we don't, you know, fill our time with the word the right. way we fill our time with the words of strangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got to use a kingdom perspective and mm-hmm. take everything that they're saying, right? So like huge quotes go around all the time of like people you know, it's it's okay to cut people out of your life mm. that have betrayed you. Yeah. Right. What does yeah. God say about that? Right. And we repost that because we think yeah. nothing of it. Yeah, but we don't like take retweet. half a second to actually mm-hmm. say, okay, but what what is God asking me to right. do? Right. Right. We just don't. Mm-hmm. And again, it's an undertow. So yeah. it's like seems like not a big deal. <laughs> right. But we've got right. to start thinking about those things as like we said, we are entrenched in media. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's think about it. So is our social social media engagement honoring God? Is mm-hmm. what I do on social media honoring God? Is yeah. what I'm reposting in my story honoring God? Right. Is what I have in my caption, my pictures, mm-hmm. my TikToks, mm-hmm. my language, my words that I speak right. over people? Is right. what I say about the people that I see online honoring God? Right. Ooh. When yeah. I see the next engagement, am so I honoring good. God with the words that come out yeah. of my mouth or am I bashing so them? Yeah, definitely. What are we doing? Yeah. You know, and we yeah. just think it's not that big of a deal. Right. But I mm-hmm. just, I want to encourage us yeah. to take five seconds and say, mm-hmm. am I about to honor God with the words that are about to come out of my mouth mm-hmm. or with this post that I'm reposting? Yeah, that's good. And I think that's something that I have really struggled with in the last, like, maybe not as much more now. I think I'm able to use a little bit more discernment and not be so like emotionally driven. Um, but even just through the era of like the presidential election and yeah. just everything that was happening in the world through the COVID era and just um, just so much um, just cultural tension, mm-hmm. um, I really struggled. <laughs> I probably lost a lot of followers because I was so quick to <laughs> I was so quick to share just like whatever I I just didn't care. Like I was just like these people need to hear this, you know, right. just like so, which is such a horrible attitude, and I was not honoring the Lord because I wasn't where it's like, maybe it was like necessarily like good, um, maybe content, but I was not seeking the Lord and what he like needed from me right. in that moment. Right. I and just was like letting it control me and I was letting my emotions control me. And so yes. I definitely have been able to grow from that, but I definitely know through that time I was not being like I was not honoring to God and, right. and using wisdom mm-hmm. um in the things that I was sharing and right. Yeah. I think that's a good distinction. Like it can be good content but not honoring. Right. And like it's kind of like a clinging gong. Mm-hmm. And we have this amazing platform of media right. to bang our symbols around mm-hmm. like constantly. Right. Right. And you know Psalm speaks of like, you know, words be- sounding like a clinging gong mm. when they aren't 
filled with the right. spirit and right. they aren't honoring mm, so the lord and right. we just that's what we use media as right and mm-hmm. but it we don't it doesn't count because it's not like we're you know sitting down with coffee and telling this person that you know yeah. you disagree with them right Right. You're actually just reposting and it's like, mm-hmm. this is the noise. Right. You know, that is right. the clinging gong and yeah. they will not be changed by it. Right. 100%. So, yeah. Um, that kind of leads us to our next point mm-hmm. of like, where do we turn? Mm-hmm. Do we turn online or do we turn in person? And so, um, huge, huge, huge <laughs> vision, burden, wish, <laughs> desire of mine is that churches would be more intergenerational. Yeah. Um, because we have multiple generations in a church, but rarely are we intergenerational. Mm. And the difference is like, rarely do we have these people who are older, right. who are seeking out opportunities mm-hmm. to minister to the younger mm-hmm. generation. Right. Right. So where do we turn? Right. So just like that, like I'm willing to post something on social media, but I'm not willing to come and sit with you. Right. Um, same thing with like something's going on in my life. I'm willing to look to the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to look on YouTube, look on, I'm willing to Google what a message me or what a, you know, a, a verse means mm-hmm. before I'm willing to ask someone that I trust. Right. right. And a lot of times maybe we don't have someone that we trust. Right. So that's where that intergenerational comes mm-hmm. in because then we have someone who we fully see as like, you know, I trust their opinion. I may not mm-hmm. agree with everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to find someone that's like, a perfect individual because right. you just won't. Yeah. But sure. you can find someone that you trust and that you mm-hmm. want to like, you know, you feel like they're an honoring leader. Right. And you can sit down with them and be honest and be like, hey, this is where right. I'm wrestling. Something that I wrote down was like, we'd rather submit a question in a question box about a personal matter than we would find a trust trusted church member. Mm-hmm. We're more willing right. to do that because there's no mm-hmm. work. Yeah. There's no work to mm-hmm. me submitting my question to an online right. theologian. Right. And there's a lot of work mm. for me to go and repeatedly be turned down right. in order to find someone that finally works for me. Right. And is is someone that I trust. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard work. I'm not acting like it's not. Right. Okay. Right. And it's not also, again, the other side of the coin, it's not bad <laughs> to submit a question. Okay. I'm not <laughs> right. saying that. Right. But it's like, oh, I have this complex relationship with my roommate, and you ask someone who doesn't mm-hmm. know you, right? Who right. doesn't know the roommate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're not willing to seek out someone who has wisdom and many years of following right. Christ, and probably had a roommate that right. they needed to try and get along with. Yeah, right. So, where do we turn? Do we turn online yeah. to Mister Google and <laughs> Stranger Theologian, right. or do we turn to? The people in our church right. who know us, who we've developed a relationship mm-hmm. with. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, like screens and media al- allow an opportunity to avoid the hard work that mm-hmm. like is necessary just of being a human, which is intimacy and connection and vulnerability. And oftentimes like we we forfeit all of those things, the intimacy, vulnerability, and connection because um, there's the option to pursue this kind of false sense of connection through social media. Right. Not, again, not that you can't, you know, really connect. Like I I worked at a summer camp for two, um, two summers when I was in college and um, it was from people from all across the country. And so... Like a blessing of social media is that I'm able to keep up with all their lives, like all these friends that I made 
Um, and we, you know, I live across the country from them. Right. Um, but I can still see what's going on in their life and keep up with them. But that right. is not, you know, that's not true connection. Like they're not here in my everyday life. Yeah. And screens oftentimes like we um, can have that kind of instantaneous sense of false connection and intimacy yeah. when we're not actually pursuing community and trying to build those relationships and pushing ourselves to be vulnerable and to share our hearts with people. And I yeah. think there's such a fear of rejection that we have that probably also has been elevated by like um, social media. And there's just such a sense um, and presence of like cynicism that yeah. comes with social media presence and online presence. Um, and I think that especially has been heightened in the last um, few years. So yeah. it's, it's easy to want to avoid like, the hard work of being a human basically and right. pursuing that intimacy and that connection that that truly the Lord has called us to. And like, um, how often, like, you know, are we, um, you know, called to fight for a relationship and pursue reconciliation and restoration and, um, you know, confess our sin to one another and, right. and pray for each other that we will be healed. And, right. and so we tend to forfeit those things. And I know that's true of myself even. Yeah. And I have had to really, push myself in the last like year or two especially because I've seen like wow like I really like when it comes down to it who do I like actually have that I can go to when right. things are like and, hard and, and so. that will falter it feels right. like online won't falter right right like I can do those things and have like that instantaneous gratification of support mm -hmm. and it feels like they won't fail me mm -hmm. right but right on the other end like you can reach out to people you can have a relationship with people and then you can be hurt by people. Right, right. And, you know, that obviously people are still like getting hurt on mm -hmm. the internet. Right. I'm not saying they aren't, but right. just in terms of, of like the connection that you feel over mm -hmm. liking, following, you know, watching videos of people and being mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I just get a lot like this girl and I would be best friends in real life. Like right. if I knew her, like blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Right. We can kind of almost pacify our need for like a deeper connection right. um, without the risk of them turning me down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's just, it's just this one way street yeah. really. Right. So mm -hmm. it feels safer right. in this illusion, but then in reality also like we're pacifying a need that's deep mm -hmm. and one that, you know, only Christ and living in community right. with Christ followers mm -hmm. can fill. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And there's some like really good questions from the book that um, it asks just kind of like to think about like, okay, how am I engaging in culture and engaging in social media and um, kind of where is my dependency lying? Um, so I'm going to read through these questions just to, as something to kind of reflect on um, for your own life. Um, so the first one is, do I understand my relationship as a Christian to culture? Do I know how to reflect on and respond to culture? Do I understand my identity apart from culture? Am I driven by fear of culture or the world? Do I see how Jesus enters into culture and meets people? Do I understand my role in representing Jesus in my context? And I just think those questions are pretty powerful. And I, I think there's also that kind of other side of the coin that this does hit, which is like the fear of culture and the fear of the right. world and the fear of the direction that the world is going. And like, do I really 
to my core, do I actually trust that God is in control and he is sovereign? And, yeah. um, and like, do I, you know, like this last question says, like, do I really understand what role like I'm being called to play mm-hmm. um, in this context through Jesus? Yeah. And I think it's why these questions are so good for social media specifically is like a lot of our culture comes, happens online right. now. A lot mm-hmm. of our culture May it may you know impact the world around us, but when I think of culture nowadays, I think of the culture online. Mm-hmm. I think of the mm-hmm. way that people act online, interact right. online, how they you know live online, all those things. Um, so of course, there's culture that you live in and see physically, mm-hmm. but most of what you see now is online through TV, through news, through you know your phone. Mm-hmm. It's just that has become a huge contributor to our culture. So right. it's important that we kind of um, mm-hmm. take a minute to right. actually call it what it is, which right. is culture. Yeah. You know, right. instead of just saying mm. like whenever I'm online. Right. Because right. there's there's very few, honestly, distinctions and lines between media online and, and our everyday life and actual mm. culture that we experience around us. Right. To me, frankly, it's one and the same. Mm. It just mm-hmm. has given a platform yeah. to our culture and a stage. Right. Yeah. That's all really that it's done. Mm-hmm. So it to me, they're really kind of one and the same. So, right. you know, these questions say culture, but they apply right. with TV. Mm-hmm. They apply with news. They apply with your social media accounts. Mm-hmm. All of that. They mm-hmm. type apply with texting, FaceTiming, right. anything. Yeah. So Just that whole era of technology. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. The next kind of question that we want to kind of walk through with you guys is our own experiences really fast and mm-hmm. and and just kind of give you guys like, okay, this all sounds cool and great, but like, uh, what do I do? Right. <laughs> what do right. I do? So mm-hmm. A, ask yourself those questions and actually ask God, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. do a time of like, I ask God a question. I sit right. for, you know, I set a timer for one minute and I write mm-hmm. down what I feel my answer is, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. through those all six of those questions. Um, and then, you know, hopefully these are answers to kind of those questions will help you guys be able to answer those as well. Yeah. So we want to talk about how does, um, how have we wrestled with social media? Mm-hmm. How does it influence us as individuals? And kind right. of then also my favorite thing in the world is boundaries, which I've talked mm-hmm. about on the podcast before, but I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them because <laughs> they help me like yeah. measure how I'm really doing yeah. and I can actually like put my finger on things. Right. So we're going to talk about how have we structured our relationship with social media. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first. All right. Um, <laughs> so my biggest wrestle with social media is that it is my tool of choice for avoidance. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do work, if I don't want to, you know, I don't know, do anything <laughs> – if I feel lazy, yeah. it is like doom scrolling is my life. <laughs> like I will doom scroll for forever because I just don't want to do anything. But in reality, if I didn't have this like constant hit mm-hmm. of serotonin and like all that, mm-hmm. I would be bored. And right. guess what? I would have done it an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> like so we just we don't allow ourselves to be bored anymore. Mm-hmm. And we have something that we can avoid the rest of life for hours. We never mm-hmm. used to really have anything that hit in that same way right. to allow us to feed our avoidance. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I'm emotionally exhausted, mm-hmm. if I'm physically exhausted, if I'm confused, if mm-hmm. I'm wrestling with something, right. God forbid I have a decision to make, mm-hmm. avoidance 101 <laughs> is social media for me. Yeah. That is how mm-hmm. I use it. And so I have to know, 
I have asked God over the past couple of years, like, make me convicted in this area because I can scroll for forever and be like, oh, that was atrocious and then move on and not feel like, you know, convicted by Mm -hmm. God, not Mm -hmm. guilt, not shame. Right. right? But um, I'm not being shamed into this, but that God would convict my heart and call me to Mm. what I know he's asking me to do because most of the time it's like something that I really should be doing. Right. Right. Be with God Mm -hmm. or, you know, do my work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not put it off. Not procrastinate. Right. 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 So Mm -hmm. um, I having asked God that it helps me a lot because like right now I've been feeling convicted that I've been spending Mm -hmm. too much time on TikTok. Yeah. So you girls deleting it and it's going away because I just when I don't have Mm self-control, if I can't like if I will say, oh, I'll just put it down after this next video and I swipe and then I swipe again Mm -hmm. and I watch another one. Okay, so cool. It's time for me to get rid of it. Yeah. Because I I can't stop. Right. Right. It's just my tool for avoidance. Mm -hmm. And I I, I just won't let myself get bored. Yeah. And that's a hard reality to admit, frankly, Mm -hmm. because it sounds so pathetic. I'm like, I mean, really, Annika, like you can't just put your stupid phone down. But I have no self-control. So guess what? goes away. Mm -hmm. If I can't handle it with self-control, then I can't let myself have it, then it's Mm -hmm. out, you know? Mm -hmm. So I have, you know, these guardrails. So that's one of them. If I feel like I'm using it as this like constant tool of avoidance, it gets deleted. Mm -hmm. I also have limits on how many influencers and famous Mm -hmm. people that I follow, including Christian influencers, Mm -hmm. because I cannot – why – why have I allowed social media to not be what I wanted it to be, which is to allow me to connect with friends? Mm. I don't have enough friends anymore, right. so I follow fake ones. Mm. Oh, right? Wow. <laughs> so it's like I don't have enough friends to fill my time. It's yeah, good. My feed catches up too quick, so I fill it with fake ones. Mm. So or from the Christian perspective, mm-hmm. I – don't follow if I'm not reading this, if I'm liking right. their stuff and I'm not really reading their caption, this like beautiful right. caption that they've worked on that they feel like God has inspired this piece of writing. Mm-hmm. I never follow, like actually read any of their stuff. I just follow them. Time to unfollow. Yeah. Because like if I'm mm. not, if I'm following more people than I can actually ingest mm. what they're producing, then I need to unfollow people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Same with like famous people. I'm so like rigid with myself. It sounds so dramatic, but I'm like, I can't get on social media and I see celebrity after celebrity after celebrity and it's product post after product post after product post and body post after body Mm -hmm. post after body post. I can't do that. Right. Even if you're a guy, okay, mm-hmm. you're probably listening to that and going, that's not me. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many weightlifters do you follow? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to limit. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Even if it doesn't feel like it affects you in the same way, I promise you it does. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how many accounts like that are we following Mm -hmm. and lusting after? Mm -hmm. How many people do we listen to? Right. Mm -hmm. I spend – I will drop 30 minutes at the drop of a hat on social media, but it is pain to sit in the word for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I have these limits sure. is because if I am not in, if I'm not actually able to ingest what I right. am following, right, mm-hmm. and and actually ingest, you know, and and thoroughly read and right. critique mm-hmm. and bring to the word the things that I'm reading every day, mm-hmm. then guess what? I don't have time for that. Right. I don't have I don't have time for the number of people that I follow. Right. 
right. got to start deleting. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I like my guardrails. Yeah. Because it so helps good. me with stuff like that. Right. Like, I just... Yeah. Um, something that I also add <laughs> my guardrails on is news. Mm-hmm. Um, Felicia Masonheimer, who is ah, one of queen. the uh, Christian influencers <laughs> that I do follow, <laughs> um, she talked about how she only ingests and reads as much news as she can pray for. Mm-hmm. And I thought that That's was good. so good because f- news, if you're someone who news overwhelms you, if you mm-hmm. feel anxious reading the news, if you feel fearful mm-hmm. reading the news, if you feel like no one's doing anything, if you feel like... Right this very like doomsday approach Mm -hmm. then take a beat Mm -hmm. and only consume what you can pray for right because like god's the only one that's going to fix any of Mm -hmm. it so if we aren't praying for what we're seeing all we're doing is feeding our anxieties yeah Mm -hmm. and so that i take that very similar approach with how many famous people (laughs) and influencers that Mm -hmm. i follow because if i'm not really valuing what they're putting out there then i'm just consuming to consume Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm just feeding my anxieties. Right. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. There's my spiel. So good. And then yeah. I suck and then I don't do any of it. And then I'm like, okay, I just need to delete it all because I feel right. convicted. Right. So that's right. basically my process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of like a lot of the key of it is conviction. Like yeah. and you even praying like God convict my heart, like help me to like see the sin that you see. Right. Um, because, you know, if we're not actually walking out of that obedience to God um, and recognizing it as sin, like it's just behavior modification Absolutely. and that's never going right. to last. And so I like that you talked about how you, you know, are even to like, even willing to like pray that hard prayer of like, God, like convict me of this sin. And the right. Lord's going to do that yeah, um, and move in that. So absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so good. Um, So for me, I've kind of shared about a little bit of my experience like in the last few years, I think, of just like my um, just over, just quick to share without using a lot of wisdom and (laughs) just things like that. Um, But I see how I can get so angry so fast with people, the things that they post um, and share, Um, you know, especially when it's related to like politics, culture, current events, things that I like don't agree with. Um, and then like my first reaction is anger and to just block and to remove and to cut them out of my life, um, which is toxic. And, you know, we've kind of talked about that too, of just like, I think that is a lot of how the world reacts. And so as believers, like, and as a follower of Christ, am I going to be willing to like fight for, um, relationship basically? Um, and even be willing to have conversations. Like Mm -hmm. it's such a divisive um culture that we aren't even i think willing a lot of times to just have conversations about things yeah um so i definitely see that as like a big um a problem in my own life that i have been working through and having to surrender to the lord um and then a lot of like you talked about just your avoidance that's you know pretty similar like seeing using social media as a coping um mechanism like numbing my brain right um even like avoiding i think um like whatever i'm feeling yeah um and using i don't think we see social media as like um we're using it to cope and to fill yeah. spaces um, when really it's like that longing that we feel needs to be met first by the Lord and then too by like true community and connection. Right. Um, and so 
I definitely see how I like use social media to cope and um, just to fill time. And I think even more so for me, it's like TV and Mm -hmm. movies. And that's like my only coping mechanism, which is, you know, really unhealthy. And that's something I've been feeling convicted over for a while because it's like every weekend after like a long week, I just am like, well, I'm just going to binge watch, you know, whatever show or find a new show. And then I get to the end of the weekend and I'm like, wow, I feel even more lifeless than yeah. I did before <laughs> for because it's like I'm choosing to fill my time and spend my time with things that are actually not life giving. And they're right. not like, you know, they might fit under the like self care, but it's not soul care. Right. Um, and so just I've been trying to challenge myself to actually even just be more mindful of like when I'm doing things, like how am I feeling afterwards? Mm-hmm. And that is like, I think a good guide to like, um okay like did that like do I feel more peace and contentment and joy after I you know spent time with these friends or right. um so just being more mindful of like what is the things that actually like fill your soul right. um and most importantly what are those things that like you do with the lord that will provide that true rest and that true soul care that mm-hmm. we tend to fill so easily with right. media absolutely um And I think just through that, like, conviction of media for me, I, like, have really seen the, like, need for engagement at all times and um, have been able to also set more boundaries in place. And, like, sometimes I'll, like, if I feel like I'm really just being controlled by, you know, being on social media, I will, like, delete all my apps and I'll only, like, be allowed – I'll either take a break or I'm, like, only allowed to – I only allow myself to get on like Safari. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if you've ever tried to get on Instagram on Safari, but it is not fun. No, it's not and the same. <laughs> it's not aesthetic. And I live my life for aesthetics, <laughs> if you know me at all. Um, so I definitely like um, will just do that because it really forces me to be like, okay, like I really truly am just checking up like with people right. and that's it. Like it doesn't really allow for like extra scrolling because again, it's just like, glitchy and like right kind of cringy you get so. like annoyed with it <laughs> yeah. and then you're like anyway and i'm like done. okay i'm over it so right. i think that is helpful for me when i like need times where i just like need some sense of space and just self-control um and then another thing that i do is i use screen time yeah. on my iphone which i don't know if that's like a really like no i have grandma time. thing to do i have screen time <laughs> okay, online too. i'm like is that like a really kind of like boomer kind of vibe thing but um i think that it has helped me a ton. Mm-hmm. So I, when I need, like I have downtime on my phone and I use like the passcode setting and one of my friends set a passcode for me. So I don't know it. So nice. when I hit my downtime of 9.30 p.m. to 7 a.m., like everything on my phone is basically on lockdown, like all my social engagement, like apps, nice. even Safari, because it's just like I, at um like, I struggle falling asleep. And so at night, I just want to like scroll on Instagram to just try to like distract myself. And which it's like, that's obviously like just making it worse. And so like for me, those are like really firm boundaries of like past, you know, what 9.30 p.m. I like my phone is basically on lockdown, which has really just forced me then to be like, okay, like I can use this time to just like be in fellowship with the Lord. Right. Um, and even just like prepare to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I probably have a healthier sleep because I'm not staring at, you know, my blue light phone. Right. Um, you know, and then trying to go to sleep, which inevitably makes it worse. So right. So definitely would recommend if you need like 
kind of those firmer boundaries like right. check out the screen time if yes. you have to like set a passcode have a yeah. friend do it your roommate someone that you like see often mm-hmm. um and you don't know the passcode so it literally like will lock lock you actually down, lock you so. up <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i love and you have to click the like when you reach your limit yes there's like a, a thing you have to click that like you can't get in it without a passcode so right that's yeah. always helpful So those are all kind of like the things that we do. And again, reiterating, like Marissa and I don't do the same things. Like these aren't like rules or anything that you're going to find like, I don't know, verbatim, (laughs) you know, endorsements Mm -hmm. for. These are all things that like we've sat down and felt like this is what we need in order to be honoring to God. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do. I think that we want firm answers as Christians. We Mm -hmm. want like how much is too much. You know, we want people to answer that for us. And the reality is, guys, like only the Lord knows because my too much is not going to be the same as your too much. Mm -hmm. So, again, hit those questions that we were just talking about and then just ask God, like, what boundaries would you like me to set in place? Mm -hmm. And when I'm feeling like I'm spending too much time, I'll just ask God, like, God, do you feel like I should be like getting rid of all of this right now and mm-hmm. it's usually like uh if you're asking me it's a yes <laughs> yeah. and i'm like yeah you right okay like true yeah <laughs> so just take that time guys and ask god and be be willing to again do that hard work um of sitting with christ listening to christ mm-hmm. and just asking the holy spirit to reveal to you what the next step is for you because it will be personal to you because god knows you his Mm -hmm. ministry is intimate his Mm -hmm. love for you is intimate okay so he's going to know what you need and that will be different Mm -hmm. from the next person so we hope that this conversation today kind of has helped you get a idea of what it means to interact and respond and and act wisely with our our culture and specifically the the culture of media. Um, and again, we want to reiterate all of this goes for all forms of media. So feel free to um, take your time on it and mm-hmm. kind of just really be intentional with God and find out what he wants um, your relationship and dynamic with media to look like. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you'll join us again next time as we continue our thoughts on this exile series that's happening on Wednesdays. So be sure to watch those messages on our YouTube if you haven't already.